Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hello, that's me. We, I'm a board-certified urologist. This is a mm-hmm. men's health show. Uh, we talk about a variety of issues that affect men and uh, health issues that men are often involved with, especially if they include sexual function of women or your spouses. It's uh, a show that we, we love providing uh, information on, have great input, mostly positive, right, Donna? Mostly positive. I'd say 99.99% positive. Yes, I think that uh, people sometimes <laughs> don't you like our liberal use of certain words, but uh, you know we try to de- demystify topics that no pun intended dr mystery yes demystify (laughs) uh, those topics that you might find it hard to talk about when it comes to sensitive topics related to sexuality when it comes to health issues that you know a lot of men don't want to talk about whether it be weight loss whether it be nutrition whether Mm. it be uh, the threat of cancer uh, we want to make it so that you understand we talk about these things all day every your questions are super appreciated you can be as as detailed or as you'd like. It's what drives this show is answering those questions and Mm -hmm. providing that service to our patients. You know what's happening right now while everybody's at home? Um, You said there's going to be a bunch of babies in nine months. I hope not. Just enough babies. We don't want to have too many babies. There's probably a lot of sexual relations going on at this downtime. And along those lines, we have a couple of questions about that. How <laughs> about you, that for a segue? If you heard the last segment, it had to do with uh, sexual frequency. And this is kind of a, a topic that, that is very similar to that last question. And we'll try to expand on what we do to make sexual sex uh, more satisfying for men. That's right. And uh, remember, they're all asked anonymously. And we will get to them um, as quickly as we can on the radio show. But along those lines, Dr. Mystery, this is a good one. You ready? Let's do it. All right. I'm a 43-year-old man. And for the past four years, I've suffered with erectile dysfunction. It seems to be getting worse. I've been married for several years. But when my wife and I have sex, I only get about half hard. I have to take ED medications uh, from an online place. And I don't seem to have the sex driver mood to have sex anymore. He gives his height and weight. He seems to be average in size. His testosterone is 650, and he also takes testosterone injections from his family doctor every 10 days. Blood work's good. He goes on and on, but he says, My wife and I used to be very sexually active uh, every day or every other day, but now it's just an, the issue with his erection. He's not in the mood anymore. He's, it's getting depressing, and he's very embarrassed. He's gone to a men's clinic that I won't men- mention by name that he mentions. <laughs> And they just gave him some more ED medication, and that was it. They charged him a lot of money for just a couple of pills a month. He wants to know if um, you can help with this. Well, that's a great question. So there's a lot in there. And a lot of times these questions sound real simple. Mm-hmm. But really what I'm looking for is what is it that listener or that patient didn't get from a previous practitioner, right? If mm-hmm. everything was simple, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be needed. The first thing is that the man's 43 years old and mm-hmm. has ED for four years. Yeah. That is incredibly worrisome for an underlying cardiovascular risk. So that's a patient for sure. I would make sure is definitely well controlled on all the aspects of his cholesterol. Mm -hmm. We would do in our office something called an advanced lipid profile. We're looking for types of cholesterol that may be more indicative of a under underlying cardiovascular issue. We would almost certainly send you for a what's called a CT heart saver scan, where it costs ninety nine bucks to look for calcifications in the um, the arteries that feed your heart. We would almost also certainly perform what's called a penile Doppler study to see if the blood vessels that are bringing blood to your penis are open, mm-hmm. and whether or not the blood flow to your 
penis is being impaired. And I would almost guarantee that with softening erections in a 43-year-old, that it's it's likely that that is the case, that mm. there's some atherosclerosis of that area. Wow. And the pop-up testosterone clinic might not check for all that? They're certainly not going to be as concerned about fixing your underlying problem as we would be. That's um, right. And we get a lot of referrals from these clinics. We do. We do. Because, you know, the men get frustrated that they're not making any progress. And mm-hmm. uh, it's certainly a partnership that we value mm-hmm. uh, with uh, all of these low testosterone men's health clinics. The reason you come to a board-certified urologist is for that next level of care when it comes to your ED. So when it comes to ED, there's a chicken and egg phenomenon when it comes to ED and uh, libido. Sometimes your erections are poor because your sex drive is not strong, and sometimes your sex drive isn't strong because your erections are poor. Back to my golf analogy, you yeah, know. You don't know how to play golf, so I you mean, don't. I mean, I hook the ball every time I hit it, and so <laughs> I don't, I don't like to play... I don't like to play with others, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't need anybody seeing that. But if there was a pill that I could take, that I could hit the ball straight down the line every time, I think pill. I'd probably pay a little more golf. You right? Know? You'd take that pill. Even though it's a little pricey, the <laughs> golf. When it comes to uh, erectile dysfunction meds, as I said for this 43-year-old man, first and foremost, look for underlying problems that need to be corrected because that can also reverse some aspects of ED. If you are overweight, if you have a BMI over 32, I could, I, I would literally guarantee that losing weight is going to make your erections better. I mean, I, I haven't had a patient yet who got healthier, exercised more, and lost weight that whose erections weren't better, mm-hmm. and who didn't have a sec, better sex drive or a better self-esteem. But, but if for the guy like this, who's average weight, average height. You'd have to measure it, and then we also have a, you know, in our office, we actually do, as you know, <laughs> body fat percentage calculations. Yeah, that's a, yes. such a great day when we all do that. Yes, and so, <laughs> so you know exactly what your body fat percentage is, mm-hmm. and then we can see exactly, based upon your height and weight, what we think an ideal number for you is. When it comes to the issue of erectile dysfunction meds, there's a phenomenon of a, a crutch phenomenon. Let's say you have mild erectile dysfunction and you can take a Cialis or a Viagra and you can take that medicine and it gives you a better erection and you're thinking, well, that's good. At least the meds work. But if you become dependent on having taken that medicine before you have sex, you actually end up having less sex because you're like, well, you know, I'm kind of in the mood, but I got to take the pill and I can't eat. And this medicine gives mm-hmm. me heartburn. This one gives me a backache. And and so you really are start you start weighing the pros and cons of taking the pill, when now something that was always associated with fun and spontaneity is now associated with kind of work, you know. (laughs) And so the daily Cialis is absolutely a game changer. Um, We offer the the daily Cialis. uh, We have a place where you can get it for about a dollar a pill. We offer a six milligram as opposed to the five milligram compounded variety. Um, And it is a medication that you take every day. And your erections are great or better all the time. Actually, you know, your phallus actually hangs longer mm-hmm. all the time. Your morning erections are better. And you, the spontaneity gets improved. And you end up playing more golf. And you can eat. And you can eat right? whenever you want. You There's no timing issue. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, I, and I'm using that. golf as a... I like your golf. I'm using golf as, a, as a nickname for I something know. else. You're, you're doing great with the golf analogy. That's right. And so um, <laughs> for those men who um, think that their libido might be low because of erectile dysfunction, switching to a daily Tadalafil may be a great option for you. Mm-hmm. The, the, the caller also mentioned that they're on testosterone. Mm-hmm. And their testosterone is 650. 650. Now, when you're on testosterone, knowing what your level is 
is of mm-hmm. really little value because I don't know right. when they drew it in your in your in cycle. your cycle. Mm-hmm. If 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 you're like most patients who go to a men's health clinic, you're getting it drawn on the last day of your testosterone cycle. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting testosterone every ten days, um, it, it it it's it, there's an inconsistency oftentimes in how that's being administered. I I prefer weekly injections if that's what you're going to do. Um, because you usually know that my injection's on Wednesday. It's going to be hard to remember, did I get my injection nine days ago or 11 days ago? And so compliance is an issue. You also want to make sure that your estrogen level isn't increased um, uh, because your estrogen level can increase with testosterone use, and that can cause a libido drop. And then you want to make sure these other things that affect libido, like your um, uh, thyroid level and your prolactin level are not elevated. But really what I wanted to spend some time on this segment is really talking about what do we do when the pills aren't working and what do we do for people who have complaints that reduce sexual satisfaction. And so some of those things can include a very common one called hypoorgasmia. Well, where... I thought you were going to say getting a mistress. No. <laughs> <laughs> A hot girlfriend? <laughs> Getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Getting in trouble, MD. No. <laughs> um, and so uh, if you are out there and you're experiencing ejaculatory discomfort, the patients that have these tell me that I should only talk about this. They said it's really? one of the most underreported things. That, oh, wow. So these are men who have delayed ejaculation, who take a long time to be able to orgasm, or men who orgasm and have a very kind of, you know, not not exciting orgasm. And that's, right. that's depressing, you know? Depressing. And so, uh, we actually have treatments for, for men who have, um, hypo orgasm or delayed orgasm. We have medications and supplements that can enhance the orgasm experience and reduce, uh, your, what we call ejaculatory or orgasmic threshold. We also have tests that we can do on the nerves um, for sensation as well as vibration to see if that could be an underlying issue, uh, as well as recommendations on a number of sexual toy enhancements that can make your sexual experience much better. And so mm-hmm. if you think that your problem that you have isn't a, isn't typical and you don't think it's going to be fixed by normal meds, we're exactly the kind of place that you need to get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Fully comprehensive. And we know how to treat golf problems. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, how do people get a hold you of us if they are interested? During the week at 512-238-0762. Email us with these amazing questions at armormenshealth at gmail.com. That's armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour 